Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the ninth day of July. I'm Paul White. It's Saturday. That means we tell you about what's coming up tomorrow, and tomorrow is a particularly exciting one for me because of, I mean, I preach a lot of sermons. We go a lot of places. It's not often that when I edit the sermon, it really speaks to me and speaks to me in a way that usually is reserved for someone else preaching to me. This message did that. It's called Do the Truth. I preached it in the opening night of a three-day meeting, set of meetings, at the Grace Life Church in Culloden, West Virginia. We, Natasha and I went there at the beginning part of June. The next three Sundays, I will feature the three sermons from those meetings, Friday night, then next week, the Saturday night, then the next week, the Sunday morning. I thought the entire weekend was one of revelation, one of us reaching into the, the well of things that the Father has given us and things we've been wrestling over. But as I went back and edited this first message titled, Do the Truth, there's moments in this where I really sense the Holy Spirit speaking in a way that some people are going to need articulated, that maybe you've been waiting on it to be said this way, or that it will open your eyes to some things about the truth. We take the, the text from John 3 at the end of the conversation that Jesus has with, with Nicodemus, and he tells him that it's a lot about judgment, a lot about what condemnation really looks like, but he talks to him about those that hate the light are those whose deeds are evil. They're doing the evil deeds. And then when he contrasts it, tells us what it means to actually believe, he contrasts it by, not by saying do good, which would seem to be the opposite of do evil. I mean, if the darkness is doing evil, then the light is doing good, but he doesn't. Instead, he says, do the truth, which is a fascinating phrase that rarely gets talked about. We talk about knowing the truth. We talk about Jesus being the truth, Jesus as the truth, way, truth, life. But we rarely talk about doing the truth, or as First John will say, practicing the truth. And so this message starts by confronting those other ideas, know the truth, Verses or uh, alongside Jesus as truth. And then it goes into the, the text. And we spend most of the time in the Gospel of John, several different John passages spoken by Jesus. And we conclude in 1 John, a little letter that says something complimentary to all of the ideas we present in this message. I would say that of all of the messages I've preached lately, let's just say this year, this one said more to me in the edit than any sermon I've preached and then sat down and listened to. I don't mean it's the greatest sermon or the best I've done or whatever, but it said something to me all over again. I'm curious to hear if it does the same to you. Look for it tomorrow. It will be available wherever you get your podcast. We do two drops on Sunday. This one, the DDP, plus that full-length sermon that you can access by the title do the truth. If you prefer video, and they do a multi-camera setup at Grace Life, very well done. We have the video available as well at paulwhiteministries.com. We also link that to Facebook. 
but we have a YouTube page. If you're not a subscriber, why don't you go check us out? Search PWM and look for our logo and subscribe. And then all the videos will come to you. And by the way, we drop daily nuggets of grace, little six to eight minute video clips of our sermons from the last decade. And they're just little ways of being encouraged. It's almost like a video alternative to the DDP. So if you like the audio DDP, you can get the video called Nuggets of Grace. And they're accessible through YouTube only at PWM. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. That's where we are today. There's no way we're going to finish this today. I don't think if I had not given one announcement, we would finish this today. I'm going to work on it, and we'll work on it again tomorrow. Oh, by the way, real quick, I am going to be in Leesburg, Missouri, the Living Word Church, next Sunday morning. That is a week from tomorrow with Pastor Dan Morrison. Leesburg, Missouri. Details on our website. Okay, verse 10. But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and mortality to light through the gospel. Now, I know we're in the middle of a sentence, and we even started with the conjunction, sort of the rebuttal, but... So let's go back. Do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior. What is it that's been revealed? It's his purpose and grace that was given to us in Christ before time began. His grace has now been revealed by the appearing. And the Greek word there for appearing is where we derive the English word for epiphany, the, to see something. It's now been revealed to us by the epiphany of our Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't think, when he uses epiphany, I don't think it simply means grace came once Jesus came. It means that. But it also means grace comes into our, into our lives as we have sightings of the Lord Jesus in our lives. And I don't mean physical sightings or visions that seem real. I mean a spiritual epiphany where you see something you haven't seen before. As you have those spiritual epiphanies, you see the revelation or the unveiling or the release of grace into your life, which is why I like to say, if you want to see favor and grace in operation in your life and you say, I want greater measure of it or I want a greater awareness of it, how do I do that? It's not about reading books on grace. It's not about attending quote-unquote grace conferences or following grace ministries. You need an epiphany of Jesus. You need revelations of Christ. This is why Jesus must remain the centerpiece of our lives, our sermons, our songs, because as we have revelations, epiphany, sightings, if you would, of Jesus Christ, we see an unleashing of grace into our lives. And that is the grace that goes to work on us, the grace that works on our behalf, the grace that washes and cleanses and identifies and justifies all of the things 
that Christ is doing, he does through grace. And this agency of the Holy Spirit at work in us, it's revealed by the epiphany of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, that's just a little bit of that 10th verse. The big boom, I think, is coming in a moment. We'll get into it tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.